Welcome to another episode of The Dragon and That Sucker. Today we will be bringing you content that will be exactly like last week, which is about absolutely nothing. Enjoy! Hello, Clarice. <laughs> wow. Welcome to Tadat's Happy Amazing Tuesday. Yes, it is an amazing Tuesday. You've got the dragon and that sucker coming at you from the Mile High City, Denver, Colorado. Technically not true. Exactly. We've been talking about being truthful lately. Uh, that was a complete lie. So let me reverse the fabrication and be very specific. Please, Littleton and Ar Arvada. Whoa, 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 whoa. Sterling Ranch, buddy. Don't disrespect Sterling Ranch like that. Uh, Littleton is the city. Sterling Ranch is a community full of... Look, Sterling Ranch is Sterling Ranch, okay? Well, I'm just going to go back. Let me reverse time for a moment. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tadats. Happy to be with you, the dragon and that sucker coming at you on this fantastic Tuesday night from the proximity of the uh, Mile High City, Arvada, and Sterling Ranch. You still got it wrong because I'm not in Arvada. Where are you? I'm in Westminster. It's Arvada. It's the same. Nope. Literally, it's technically like it's actually the same thing. Mm -hmm. We have our own zip code. Nope. Mm -hmm. Prove it. Look up 80021. Straight up in the sky, or how far do I look? Wherever you want, Dragonfire. Uh, all right. Well, uh, that sucker, it's so good to see you. 80002 I'm pretty sure there's no zip code with that, that amount of characters. That is a Freightliner radiator. <laughs> Just let me know. I don't know what you're telling me. Oh, goodness. Oh, here we go. It's Broomfield. You lied. Mm. Why do you no. No. If it's you interesting. If you let me share my screen, I can tell you 80021 is Broomfield. No, you're right. It is Broomfield, but it's also Westminster. So I was right the first time. It's Arvada. Mm, not quite. We're all in Denver. Something like that. Everybody, welcome to uh, welcome to Tadats. We are here next level off the chain going to be honest there's a perker culture tonoma that is uh coming your way mm. and i don't want anybody to panic but if you remain montane this will all smooth out very nicely the demographics that we have been discussing along with the real estate of the topics that we are sharing uh, really gives us that uh, estate view of the uh the county of, of today's so Go to your nearest Home Depot, find the weather, and dial it up for Broomfield, even though it might be Westminster, and just realize that we're dialing you out, reverse dialing you out, like 911, but it's coming back to Tadats. We are everywhere on the radio waves, except for it's on the internet. Thank you for joining us. This is going to be one of our most fantastic podcasts for a couple of reasons. Well, hold on. I thought that was last week, though. I thought, I, I thought last week was our was our one of our best. Last week was one of our best, but then we failed to remember that every time we do this, it becomes our best. 
Mm, okay. We should never make that statement until we make it for the current week. Never retro. Okay. Yep. So this one is definitely going to be one of our better ones until the next best one. Then it will be far less impressive than the next one. Gotcha. That being said, uh, we we had a great release, a lot of good reaction to our, our live feed that we did. Uh, something that, that we want to share with everybody is, uh, and then that's pretty much the, the, the culmination of all the sum of what we've been discussing. So that sucker, that was my, a lot. my brother from another mother, uh, AKA Tori, AKA the man with no boundaries, AKA Mr. Smooth, AKA I got the caramel skin, AKA the magician, AKA that sucker who will never love another, AKA the man behind the magic, AKA my boy, Tori, how you been? Man, I am good. Wait a minute. It's exactly the opposite of what you said right before we started recording. Yeah, that didn't come out right. I am dude. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Erot has been speaking backwards, and I think it's pretty fantastic that he can do it so fluently. Uh, He's been really studying this uh, technique for quite some time. Tonight, we're going to speak a little bit about... um, two things, number one and number two. So we'll get right into those uh, as we <laughs> dive in to uh, this podcast. <laughs> For those of you who have, have been following along, we have thus far avoided the, the content that we are actually going to be sharing. It is not on purpose. It is deliberate. Yes. We are going to be talking about hobbies. We are. the reason. One of the reasons why we have deliberately avoided it is because I don't have any. You see, when you are trying to bootstrap uh, and when you are building a new life, when you are extracting every ounce of energy from your core and dumping it into multiple streams uh, to develop income, to develop relationships and prepare yourself for, you know, a wrecking ball, essentially. <laughs> when you're, you know, when you're 44 years old, uh, 45 soon, certain things can appear to be a wrecking ball. And I'm just letting you know that uh, I may or may not have been somewhere near your age when I brought that little wrecking ball into my home, and it was the best decision and best event I've ever experienced. In my 40s, the best event of my 30s was the first wrecking ball. He was now a bulldozer. Dude is, dude is insanely built. But anyway, so when you're doing those things and you're preparing those, you don't really have a lot of time for hobbies. So what I've done is I gathered up all my hobbies and I put them behind me. And these are all the things that I had to search for because I don't do anything anymore. Hmm. Now, the one thing that I have done is outside. I'm not going to show that on screen, but uh, you know, model rocket, golfing, mm. sports, ukulele, which represents music. Mm. Okay. Can't see it. 
poor, poor setup on my part to, to put the pen for what I'm, you know, when I write. But anyway, so we're going to talk about it. But what I think we want to cover here is the fact that when you're doing what we're doing, uh, hobbies tend to be difficult to fit in. Mm. So, Tori, I'm coming to you, my man. I'm going to beg you for some input. I'm going to plead with you for your knowledge. I'm going to make a, a call to you, to your sympathy, to fill the, these airwaves with your lustrous, even smooth voice. Bring us into the light and share the value of having hobbies and what it means to you to be hobbyless. Wow. What an introduction, Cody. What an introduction. And yes, I I have to agree with you, Cody. Uh, Bringing a little wrecking ball into your life at 44 is quite a whirlwind man this dog has got so much energy i just didn't realize that uh i would have to deal with maintaining and he let me tell you man this this dog has so much energy and he just loves everybody and he drags me everywhere to go say hi to everybody so beat him next time Hobbies, you know, you know, Cody. Is I'm sorry. For- listen, listen. That may have come out wrong, and the, the context needs to be there. So let me rephrase that. Kick him very hard the next time. I don't want you to actually beat him. Wouldn't that be beating him if I kick him? No, really hard? I would not. Just one time, right in between the hind quarters and the ribs, with your heel, just one time. I'm not a field goal kicker, Cody. I'm not trying to watch the dog go flying through the air like a field goal. Yeah, I'm not saying punt him. No, I'm not saying drop kick the dude. I'm just saying do a little dog whisperer action on him. Mm, I would. Is that the Caesar Milan reference? Caesar, that's right. Season, I call him Season. Well, I mean, you know, Season. To be to be, <laughs> to be, to be honest, uh, I'm sure he would let you call him whatever you want. Look, I would Let's never just, do those things. I w- I would never do those things, Cody. So. But when it comes to hobbies, it's interesting. Hobbies or kick a dog? mm, Hobbies. I think we're past kicking any dogs. That's not going to happen. I appreciate your recommendation, Cody. I will take it into advisement, and we're going to move on with the podcast. Okay, file that one away for future discussion. Probably not. Moving on to... I'll just book it now. Thank you. That's fine. Go ahead and throw it on my calendar. Good. Excellent. Hobbies. It's it's interesting. I've I've thought about the last four years, five years maybe. I might have to go further back than that. I can't remember a strong hobby that I've had in the last four or five years. And definitely in the last three years, as I transition my way back from Florida to Colorado, even out in Florida. Do the do the things do the way things played out in my life. I had all this extra time on my hands, and that's when I realized that 
I don't have any hobbies. And so in this free time, I would find myself wasting time. And I would look back on that time I wasted and I wouldn't even be able to account for what exactly I did to waste that time. So that kind of technically became a hobby was wasting time. Oh, I thought, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Not reflecting on the time wasting, but just wasting the time. Correct. Correct. Gotcha. Cause I did a lot of that. I did a lot of that. On purpose. Do you think mm. when you look back on it, was it purposeful? Like I'm just going to sit around or was it, wow. Yeah, yeah, It was pretty, it was pretty purposeful. Not, not that I was going to sit here and just do nothing, but I just found myself doing nothing. And in the moment I enjoyed it. And in the moment I was entertained doing nothing. I just don't have anything to show for. So if I was to try to account or make it palpable or tangible, mm-hmm. I would have a hard time explaining this as a tangible hobby. Now, I will say that I don't know if walking is considered a hobby. I do like to walk. I haven't been doing mm-hmm. a lot lately, but I, I do like to walk. I, I enjoy walking. Would that be considered a hobby? You know, I think it could be. It's it's exercise, you know? Okay. It's fitness. It's, uh, you know, so fitness is a hobby. You know, it depends on who you speak to, I guess, but it, it's you know, technically an activity, and activities tend to be hobbies. And so, yeah. Well, well let's, let's back up. Let's back up. Let's break down the definition of a hobby. My understanding of a hobby is something that you do regularly, in your free time that brings you joy and it can be very repetitive, but it doesn't feel repetitive because you enjoy doing it. So you find yourself doing it a lot, which is repetitive, but it is joyful for you. Does that, does that, does that kind of work for a hobby or am I a little off base with the definition? No, I think, I think you're really, really close. Okay. Um, Fill in the gaps for me. You gap filler, you. I am a gap filler. Oh boy. Mm. A lot of dead space to edit out right there. <laughs> no, it's just leave that awkwardness in there, Cody. Leave that awkward silence in there for this our audience. Because they're gonna be they're gonna be odd, they're gonna be awkward with us and, and silent in that moment. So let's do it together. A hobby is so to fill in the blanks, I'm gonna say that. Because when I say fill in the gaps, it doesn't quite enter into the right frame, if you will. It, you just, it just it puts it into the wrong box, if, if I'm saying that right. You know, I just just try not to uh, slide into into something. You know, understandable. Right. I mean, it is Taco Tuesday. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, let's not insert ourselves too deeply into this conversation. But let me go just fill in the, the gaps here. You mean you mean fill in the blanks? Fill in the blanks. The blanks, yes. yes. Again, again, the, the gap's not trying to uh, correct. You know, not trying to put anything into uh, you know. The, this definitely wouldn't be the climax of the uh, the podcast. We'll say it definitely would not. I hope not. It's too soon. Too soon. We we yeah, are just a little premature. I mean, we're a little. We're only a couple minutes in, so I'm a little premature for that. Uh, yes. Really, to fill in those uh, blanks is that a hobby would actually be a small horse or a pony, but an activity done in pleasure to fill leisure time. Now, I don't know if that means 
that you have to have leisure time or if you have to create it, which is something I, I, I am you know, often curious about. Mm. You know, when you think about the ultra successful when it comes to ultra successful in relationships and personal health, you know, mental, physical, spiritual health. And I would say you know, part of that does cover or does bring in some financial success as well. Wait, are, you, are you saying a hobby can bring in financial success? No, I'm saying that when you look at people who are, you know, in the category that you'd call it, consider successful, primarily in the, the physical, spiritual, the health, the, the wealth, it all kind of ties in. It sounds like prosperity gospel. Are we talking about prosperity gospel? We are not talking about prosperity gospel because you cannot. It's almost like pleasuring oneself in the thought of money, you know? Whoa, 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 whoa. Cody, you couldn't come up with a better example than pleasuring yourself? Uh, you know what? I think that came wrong, came out wrong. Mm. Let me pull that one out. We're back. Whoa. Let me, oh let me de-escalate. I think it, I'm always supposed to be talking about hobbies, Cody. What yeah, in the I'm world is going on? The, I was trying to fill in the gaps, man. I was trying to fill in the gaps. And so if I, I mean, if I just, if I just read to the audience, the definition, it doesn't really give us everything. Why not? Because it creates more gaps. I mean, it talks, you know, like it talks about leisure time and, and the, the reality is what is leisure time? Is it that something that you have or is it something that you create? Right. I don't know if you create it, but you find it. Well, you don't create time. You're right. So you have a very busy schedule. You just find that time in your busy schedule that then becomes leisure and allows you to jump into a hobby or hobbies. Like, I feel like the definition of a hobby is shit. (laughs) (laughs) Mostly because if you're talking about leisure time and you're doing something, your leisure time, it doesn't become leisure time anymore. It becomes time to do your hobby. You're getting really technical right now, Cody. So my question to you is, as a person that does three jobs, a podcast, you know, has a very active wrecking ball in their life at 44 years old. This guy right here. Why you keep bringing up my dog, dude? Leave my dog alone, man. Dude, your dog is so bougie. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. (laughs) So bougie. Uh, mm. what do you do? How do you put in, build in to your life any leisure time to execute on, you know, developing or working on a hobby? Excellent question, Cody. Excellent question. How are you going to ask a question than yawn? Clearly, you don't care. You are not interested because if you were, you wouldn't have yawned. I am too, dude. I am too. Hold on. Let me just keep my eyes open here. Yes, please. Prop those eyes open. Yes. That'll work. Now I need you to hold that that position right there for the next hour while we record this podcast. Perfect. Okay. Thank hurts you. Quite a bit. It's, it doesn't matter how it hurts. What matters is that you stay awake and alert for this podcast, Cody. Okay, it's not about you. I thought we talked about that last podcast. It's not about you. Ouch. To answer your question, Cody, that is a million dollar question. How do I find time? The reason why it's a million dollar question is because my counselor, my son, you, a few other people, 
have pointed out very clearly <laughs> that I'm a workaholic. Workaholics don't tend to have leisure time because they find that leisure time and turn it into work. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's a challenge for me. And so the reason why I said one of my hobbies is wasting time is because I will be working and then it's like I'll zone out. And next thing I know, I just wasted 30 minutes. And I have no idea what I did because it wasn't work related. And it wasn't something I deliberately wanted to work on, such as a hobby to enjoy for 30 minutes. That's how I find time to have a hobby, Cody. It's very interesting that you and I are similar in that way. (laughs) Uh, In that, I'll often start reading a book, right? I've started 10 of those this year. started 10 this year. Not not this year, the last couple of years. I started 10. I don't know why. I, I start them and then I just don't finish them. Go ahead. Yes. And uh, the next thing I know, I've read a whole page or page and a half, and then I have to go back and read it because I was actually thinking about what I needed to do the next day at work or what I could have done better or Mm. how to make this podcast better or do I even make it better or, you know, do I do something to make a a new, totally new job or what's the next big industry? You know, I find my mind wandering into mm-hmm. those questions, into those moments. And so I'll go back and read and I'll stay in the, the zone reading. And then the next thing I know, I'm like, what did I just read? <laughs> you know, wow. And Sounds so, like ADD. So then I jump into my email and I send myself a note about some of the thoughts that I have, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, this is what you're thinking. You know, maybe you could incorporate this or that or the other, or maybe not that, or maybe do something like this or... Maybe run in circles with your pants on fire. That sounds painful. It's only if you're a liar, liar. Ooh, touche. Touche for sure. Cheers. Cheers. Oops, let me get the right. Yes, that's understandable, Cody. That's understandable. We would call that in the world of psychology private planning. Did you say provocateering? No, private planning. Private planning is when you're engaged in something such as a book or a TV show or a conversation and you kind of check out in the middle of it and you start having thoughts and your mind goes elsewhere. That's what we would call private planning in the world of psychology. Hold on. I was just having a thought. You're going to have to repeat that. I need to say yes. myself quick. You just did it. So you're very good at it. Clearly, Cody, you are very good at it. I've been told hobbies are very important because they bring you joy. They boost your morale. They put your mental state in a positive place. So therefore, they're good for your soul. I used to be a hardcore gamer back in the day. That was probably between video games and basketball. That was probably my two biggest hobbies I've ever had in my entire life. And I can't tell you the amount of hours I put into video games. I can't tell you the amount of hours I put into basketball. But what I can tell you is every moment I was doing those things was joy. And then something happened. And 
basketball lost the joy. So then I started really playing it. And then video games lost the joy. And then I stopped playing video games. So it's very important that your hobby brings you joy. Otherwise, you will naturally gravitate away from it and it will no longer be a hobby. When you speak of joy, is that like close to being happy? Uh, I think there could be moments of happiness in there or there could just be moments of you're having fun and you're experiencing something positive. Maybe not necessarily happy, but you're experiencing a, in a positive moment, a positive experience. And when you um, say, so just interrupting again, just to be clear. So when you say positive, mm-hmm. that's not like something that's bad. Positive would be something that would be unbad. Unbad. Okay. Mm-hmm. Kind of like The Walking Dead. No, they're undead. Oh, undead. Yes. Wait, that's what we were talking about. No, we're talking about unbad. Or being having something that fulfills you, that makes you not feel dead. So you're not dead, but you're not alive. You're undead. No. Right? Therefore, you're positive? No. I think I've got it wrong. Are we talking about COVID testing? Ooh, there is nothing positive about COVID, including oh, the results, God. including the results. That is not positive either. Even though technically it is positive, it's not positive. Very clearly, you tested positive for COVID. It's I have not crazy. tested positive for COVID. I've taken two COVID tests this year, Cody, and both of them have been negative. Therefore, it was a positive for me. Thank you. Tori, um, I've been meaning to talk to you about the tests. When they put their finger in your butt, it's actually not a COVID test. I know that we kind of tricked you, so I'm sorry, but I, we all thought that it would be good. Like right now would be a good time to tell you that that was actually to check to see if you have a prostate. In particular, an inflamed one. Okay. Okay. And to see if you had drugs in your butthole. Did you find my prostate? Well, I wasn't the one that did it. I just. When I say you, I'm not talking about you specifically, Cody. I'm talking about your organization that clearly tricked me. Did your organization find my prostate? Yes, and it is fine. Okay. We also found a kilo of cocaine. That's impossible. It was shocking. No, that's impossible. Let me tell you why that's impossible. Number one, my butthole is so tight. There is no way you could insert anything, let alone some cocaine. We are making some homosexuals (laughs) excited right now. (laughs) How do we go from hobbies to my butthole, Cody? Like, how is that even possible? We were talking about being positive. Just like when you're tested for HIV, that's a positive. As long as it's negative, it's a positive. No, no, I'm saying when they give you the results, they're like, hey, you're positive. You've got HIV. That is not a positive. That's a negative. Well, then why do they call it positive? Man, look, I think we're running in circles right now, and we need to be focused on being squares. So let's get back to to on our squares. Yes. Right? Let's do it. Just like the symbol that's on your shirt, clearly that's a square. Let's talk about hobbies. Let's talk about joy. You were asking about joy. 
I don't know her well, but do you know Pride? Uh, yes, I know Pride very well. Okay. Well, Pride usually hangs out with Joy. So if you know Pride, you should have at least seen Joy once. I mean, I've seen her. I just never danced with her. I mean, I didn't know you needed to dance with her to, to know her. I'm using dance very loosely. I don't know how loosely you can use dance. I mean, dance is pretty literal. Well, let's just say we have to uh, move on.org. Sure. I like moveon.org. I like what they stand for. And they're one of the reasons why I was able to get this apartment. So I'm thankful for them. I'm just going to let that one go. That just makes me want to be angry. I like my apartment. You should, you should, it should be a positive. You should feel up to get a house. You should be happy for me. Whatever. They just want to make you suckle off their tit. You're indebted to them now. That's why, that's why I'm just squatting in this house. I don't even have a loan. I'm not going to owe anybody anything. And rip me out of this house. It's public domain now, baby. It's my house. <laughs> I don't pay shit for this place. Cody, the dragon dreamer. What has gotten into you, man? We are trying to talk about hobbies right now. And you're talking about squatting and sticking fingers up bums and uh, like straight up butthole. Fingers. A bunch of other things Tight with... Buttons. I'm just trying to understand how do we get so far away from hobbies? You know what? Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's, let's reset. Cody, give me your perspective on hobbies. Tell me if you have any in your life or if you don't explain why not. You've already shared behind you some of your so-called hobbies. So, I mean, at some point you had some hobbies, but before we get into those, let's talk about what hobbies mean to you and how you, those possibly became hobbies for you and why maybe they are or are not hobbies any further for you, crazy guy. I would rather finish your thought on creating leisure time. I can't, I can't spend... Hobby brings you happiness. I can't find time to do that because we're so busy talking about other stuff dongs and buttholes so i'm still trying to figure out how to create leisure time cody i again i i go to counseling i take feedback from loved ones and i am trying to do my best to create leisure time not for not only for hobbies but so that i don't have a heart attack well, you definitely need need to make sure that you're caring for yourself uh, in that regard. There is a family history of of uh, heart issues, if I'm not mistaken. There is history of heart issues uh, on your side, Cody. I, did, I I I thought we were talking about me right now, but if we want to transition to you, then by all means, let's let's talk about you, your heart issues history, and what you're I doing. You said I thought you said you had something some history with your heart. Your Tori's heart. I did have history with my heart. It was called broken. Oh. We don't want to go there. We're trying to stay positive. Like when you get tested for herpes. 
you know, plus we're just trying to stay very positive. How do we keep going back to STDs, man? Like, can we just talk about hobbies for once, Cody? Yeah, that, some people that is a hobby that leads to it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. The question of the day, I think, is really going to be for us to answer, which is uh, for us to answer the question. Where did you get this question of the day from, by the way, Cody? I'm just saying that it's it's a daily question that you ask yourself of the day. Oh, it's a euphemism. I thought you literally meant the question of the day, like, no, like word of the day. Anybody for this. You do not kill somebody for this. I don't know why you bring up euphemisms like that. <laughs> it's not funny. I didn't say euthanasia, bro. I, I'm not talking about euthanasia. Oh, euthanasia. Yes, I was using euthanasia right there. No, no, you were using a euphemism, not a euthanasia. Definitely don't want to kill anybody. Look, I would much rather use an example, a descriptive example of what I was talking about, like a euthanasia. Like the youth in Asia. What about the youth in Asia? What about them? There's a lot of them. That's what I'm saying. There's just a lot of them. <laughs> Have you been drinking? You're getting you're getting your words mixed up, man. We we do this once in a while. Wow. So the reality is that there is a question that is surrounding the content that we're talking about today, which is that there is a question of the day, and that question of the day is overarching the fundamental conversation. Which I would like to admit is very open-ended, if you will. One of those things is, and I would like to point out to my friends on the left and friends on the right, that this is one thing we can come together and talk about. Which is how you find time to make hobbies. And I tell you, there's only one answer to that. Do you want to know what it is? That answer is very clearly. Make the time. Make the time. And don't ever squander it away, okay? Never, ever, 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 ever squander it away. Are we clear? Okay. Pie chart says 100% given to us. We got to make it. 10% goes to our family. 10% has got to go to work. The other 80% has got to go to your hobbies or else you're unhappy. You're messed up. You're gone. Your whole life's priorities messed up. Which reminds me that today is a day we discuss how we bring it all together. Wow. I can't even clap for that because that would do so much disservice. You know, I'm gonna give you. I'm just gonna give you Air Mookie on that one, man. I'm gonna give you Air Mookie on that one, Cody. Wow, Air Mookie. I don't even know what that is. That is the highest form of praise. I love it. I love it. Listen, uh, how do I make time for hobbies? I don't. But what I used to do is start something uh, and not finish it. I think that was my biggest hobby. You talked about the books. 
Oh, no, wait a minute. That was me. I started the books. My bad. That's me starting the books, not finished them. Like, I got I, this mixed I up. My bad. Tend, tend to do the same thing. I mean, I do get, I do get through books. I got a book called Brief and How to Stand Out and No Limits. I've been through those books. Oh, No Limits by uh, Master P, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. I heard about that one. I got through Jay-Z's book. Okay. It was fun. Um, Who, who's Jay-Z? Uh, Julius Zamboyo. He's a French author. J. Mm-hmm. Z. I'm not familiar. Julius Zamboyo. Oh, oh, I, I know you talking about you talking about uh you talking about Mrs. Beyonce. Mr. Beyonce. Mr. Beyonce. Yes. Mr. Beyonce. Yeah, do you know him? I heard about him. He's yeah, uh, uh, that that Beyonce dude, right? Oh, blue told me to remind you. <laughs> nope, don't know that. No. Okay, gotcha. No. Well, I'm the brother. That's nope. Don't don't know that. Don't know that. Don't know that. I heard he's big brother to Kanye, though. You know that would would not surprise me. Kanye wrote a song called "Big Brother" about him. Wouldn't surprise me that he did. I'm not close enough with Kanye. I mean, we have hung out a few times, but wouldn't surprise me. It's a powerful song. It's a very powerful song, Cody. Kanye absolutely eviscerates Jay-Z. <laughs> Starting wars with people you don't need to start wars with. Hey, man, Jay-Z signed off. He <laughs> approved this like, message. He's like, oh, uh, I approved that message. <laughs> <laughs> All right, way off topic, Cody. Go back to where you were going with the so different authors and the different stuff. You, yeah, I've whatever. started lots of different hobbies. You know, I started learning the ukulele. Okay. I started you know, learning the piano. What is what is a ukulele, by the way? It's a four-stringed uh, musical instrument, a very small size, um, that tends to be associated with Hawaiian music, but it's a Polynesian mm. instrument. Oh, it's Polynesian. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, I don't know its origin, so I, I really... You just said it's Polynesian, so it's, it's clearly from Polynesia. Well, I mean, it's Polynesian-ish. Therefore, it's from Polynesia. Duh. Well, but it could be from somewhere else. And it's just saying it's commonly referred to or referenced as an instrument that comes from Polynesia. No, it would be Polynesia. It's like you don't call yourself an American and you come from somewhere other than America. No, you come from America. Let's settle this debate. Whoever, Whoever has a coin from Fiji wins. Okay. I have water from Fiji. Does that count? Nope. It's got to be an actual coin or many coins as I possess. All right. We can just disagree to agree on this one. I just say we flip that Fijian coin, the one that I have, that is one of many, and we see who wins. How about we do this instead? How about you take that coin, mm-hmm. you turn it sideways. Yeah. Shine it up real nice. Oh, yeah. How about you do that? Okay. Good, good. I would first shine it up real nice. Then I would turn that some sideways and I would stick it right up your candy. But you know what? That doesn't even matter. We'll just say that you win this argument, Cody. And therefore, you know better where the ukulele comes from than I do. Well, that's like saying I know where jazz came from. I don't know. 
came from Utah. Historians have proven that to not be the case. Okay. I'm pretty sure if I go to Salt Lake City right now, I will hear nothing but jazz walking down the street from all those lovely jazz connoisseurs. That's not jazz. That's not jazz. Is that what they listen to in Salt Lake City? Uh, no, they listen to. I don't know what that is, but that sounds funny. That's their jazz. <laughs> the best I could get with oh my goodness. basketball wow. and squeaky shoes. So, uh, yeah, I've, I, you know, hobbies are tough for guys like us. Um, we do find find time to do other things, but I do like the thought of saying that, you know, you know, I still call myself a drummer. I still call myself a snowboarder. I still call myself a musician. I still call myself a person that writes poetry. I, I say those things about myself. The reality is I don't do any of those things anymore. Not Were those, but hold up. Would those be considered hobbies though? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it fills my leisure time, right? It's something I enjoy. Sounds like the definition I gave at the beginning of this podcast. Cool. Right. And it's yeah. also very similar to a small horse or a pony. Mm. Oh, okay. Look it up. It's real. Tell me about the story behind your hobby being a rocket model builder. Keegan and I have made this guy. So it's just fun to do those crafty things with Keegan. Mm. I couldn't find any of the pictures that Naomi and I painted. She's a painter. She loves to paint. She loves to draw. So we draw together and we do painting together. Uh, it's fun. Um, so I like spending time with the kids and, you know, they force you to put down the tools because they're, mm. they demand that attention, that time. Are you I'm saying kids are hobbies? No, the things that you do with them can be hobbies to them. Oh, okay. Because you said they they demand your time. Don't hobbies demand your time? No. Hobbies are things that you do in your leisure. But that requires time, right? But they don't demand it. But by doing it, they're demanding your time. Secondarily, they don't demand it. Mm -hmm. But tertiary, the kids do demand your time. That is affirmative. Okay. Now, I, I don't recall the fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh. I know that there's like a quadrant and a... It's not important. What is the other? Pentiary and uh, sexiary. It's not important. That's sweet. So, yeah, it's not. It's really not. So, hobbies. What do you do with them? You pretty much say you have them. When you're busy like us, you do some hobbies. You should find that downtime. Like you, I have heart issues, high blood pressure. I've got a leaky valve in the left ventricular ventriculum. Really? No. Okay. Because I was about to say, I don't recall you having that. And I definitely don't recall 
me having high blood pressure. So clearly you had to be lying right now. Just wanted you to admit to it. No, we know we're just like, we're very similar in that we both have heart issues. You've got a broken heart and I've actually got high blood pressure. It's exactly the same. I know exactly how that feels. Pretty much. And so it's time to find the hobbies. It's time to find that. So part of why I think we enjoy throwing to dads out there is because it's become somewhat of a hobby. You know what's funny about that, Cody? I was having that exact conversation today and someone told me that to dads is a hobby. It absolutely is. But I, I kind of felt offended though in a moment because I was like, wait a minute. I thought to dads was a business. Can well, a business be a hobby? I had thinking about this the last couple of days. I mean, even if it is, even if it does generate some revenue for us, and I anticipate it, it will at some point. It has generated, generated almost two bucks. So uh, I think we're over $2 now. It's generated revenue technically. So we are, you know, professional podcasters. Clearly, we're making money podcasting, Cody. Think about that. Think about the ramifications of that. No joke. I'm just going to do this. I'm going to flash this up here, and you're going to see, bang, no joke. You know what I mean? The shiggy diggy wiggy. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. I mean, you got to put the cart before the horse sometimes. You do. And the reality is this is not just a business though. It truly is also a hobby. Uh, it's something we do and we, we create our, we create time. We enjoy it. It doesn't feel like work 96% of the time. feels like work 50% of the time for me, Cody. That's just because of your eyebrows. Look, man, it's a lot of time to edit podcasts. It's a lot of time to come up with content creation like these things are time consuming, man. That's work. It's, I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, listen, as a workaholic, it's not work. Why not? It's like alcohol. You take it in, you get a little drunk, maybe you party a little too much, do some blow, grab some hookers, things get crazy, you end up killing one have to bury the body. That's just kind of how it is. Right. I mean, we've all been there, you know, right. Right. Mm, that's deep. Right. Or are you asking me? Uh, I have to edit that one out. Oh, I thought that was just, you were just being rhetorical. Uh, no, I, I actually have a pretty high IQ. I don't know. You'd call me rhetorical. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say you, I said that. Big difference. Okay. That's totally fine. That, yes. that is rhetorical. Or is that retarded? You know what? I've heard you can't say the word retarded anymore. That's retarded. Yikes. Why, why, can't, how, why not? You have to I say that. You can't call somebody retarded. You have to say that's mentally challenged. Why? An idea doesn't have a mental aspect to it. Look, man, a thing cannot be mentally challenged. Don't shoot the messenger. Listen, if you're walking down the street and you see some dude rolling with like 30 inch freaking wheels, just in a you know 1976 freaking I don't know, Olds 98, that's retarded. <laughs> it's not. It's not mentally challenged. 
he thinks it's cool, which is cool for him. I'm not saying he's retarded. I mean, he probably is, but it's the car. So you can't call a car mentally challenged. I think just to be safe, Cody, we'll just say that's rhetorical. Even worse, but that's neither here nor there. It was yesterday. Indeed. So, I, you know, I think the, the moral of this podcast is that you've got to find hobbies or else you end up like us. Smart, capable, handsome, funny, engaging, successful. Did I mention handsome? You did say that. No, actually, you didn't. I'm sorry, you did not. So go ahead. You can use it again. Handsome, it again. engaging, yep. mm-hmm. smart. I don't know how you yes. mentioned that either. You did not. Successful. Mm-hmm. I would go so far as to say maybe even genius. I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to say it. Put it out there. I think that's fair. I think that's a fair assessment. You know, I was not trying to be prideful or anything. Not at all. It's very Actually, it's very humble for you to consider it before even saying it. So that's, that was very humble of you. Yeah, you know. That's what I try to put that out there. So the the net is from where I'm sitting, I miss my hobbies. I do. I miss doing them. I miss having the time to just sit down and do my own thing. I just, like you, have other things that fill my time. You know, I would much rather figure out, you know, solve a problem for work than, you know, read a book. And when I say that out loud, it sounds ridiculous because I know that it's important to bring knowledge in, bring some centering in, calming down, slow things down a little bit. You know when's a good time to slow things down, Cody? It's in the bathroom. You know, I can see that. I'd much rather work while I'm in the bathroom. Hmm. And that's not really slowing things down, Cody. I know. So. I know. It's, I should probably take your advice, though. I will. In fact, I'm going to take your advice. I'm going to slow things down in the bathroom. Yes. Although I don't want to slow things down too much. Doesn't. Uh, yeah, that sounds like constipation. Yeah. It seems like it would be a very. It just wouldn't be good. No. But that's kind of where I'm going with the whole concept of getting back into hobbies. I do miss it. I think that it's important for people to have them. We really wanted to come here and share our, um, our perspective on not having them. Yes. That's very important. So that's, that's where I'm at. That's just where I'm at. And I feel like that is a great way to summarize the importance of hobbies is that fall over yeah, please don't just don't express the fact that that's where I'm at. Don't don't. Whew. Yes, I was a little nervous you were gonna fall out of the chair there. I'm glad you recovered. I may have been over exaggerating. That's where I'm at. Maybe trying to make a point. I mean, that was that was pretty animated, but that's fine. The important thing is find hobbies, y'all. Find hobbies. Enjoy your time. Enjoy your life. Find things that bring you joy that you can do either by yourself or with others as Cody has been blessed to do with, with his children. And it's very therapeutic. Definitely improves your mental state. Some would even argue that it, it can improve your physical health uh, by reducing stress and some other things that it does. It's strange, Cody. I don't know if you've heard this or not, but plants, there's been scientific studies that plants respond to positive affirmation. 
So positive energy that is being thrown at plants, they actually respond to it. So hobbies generate positive affirmation, if you will, and your body responds to it, your your mental response to it. And so definitely, guys, go find some hobbies because I've been told I've been told numerous times I need to find some hobbies. And so I'm working on my hobbies, y'all. I mean, you got your hobby, yo, right here. But that being said. Man, this is a job, dude. We're talking about this is my business. Don't dis- don't disrespect my business like this, Cody. I'll fire you. Listen, if you want, you just increase your impact, right? And the way you increase your impact in life is to get a hobby. And the way to get a hobby is start a podcast. That's way too complicated. Like you're using big brain words. I need you to keep things simple for people like let me. Let me, you know, let me simple simple it down. Simplify. Okay. Can you simplify? I don't know what that means, but I will simple it down. Okay. It's almost the same thing. Relatively close, I would imagine. It's not quite. Just, not quite. It's, it's, actually like, it's, it's kind of like Russia and America. I mean, people think it's close because you can see Russia from Alaska, but it's not really close. So, I don't think you can. You can. Sarah Palin said you can. She I lived in Alaska. She might have been, been wrong. She's lived in Alaska her entire life. I'm pretty sure she knows better than the rest of us if you can see Russia from Alaska. I think she's wrong. Okay. That's fine. I mean, Some people think it's wrong for, you know, to me to wear an LA Lakers championship hat because the Lakers didn't win a championship. So, I mean, you know, you, you can think that. That doesn't change the reality. That doesn't change the reality that the Lakers did win the championship. You can think they didn't all you want. <sighs> That's like telling me that. Well, I'm not going to go there. Nah, just, yeah, don't don't go there. That's like I tell you what, Cody. This 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 is a perfect example. That's like me telling you right now, you're not wearing a Superman shirt or glasses. I'm not wearing Superman glasses. You're not wearing a Superman shirt or glasses. Two different things, Cody. Don't combine them because there's no such thing as Superman glasses. Okay, there's no such thing as that. So now you're making stuff up. Good point. I yes. understand what you're saying. Correct. I'm not saying it. Yes. Yes. Thank you. You're saying I'm part of the Justice League? Nope. I am saying that the league never had justice. I feel like I'm missing your point. You're saying that I'm not part of the Justice League. But what I, I am saying, wearing. Cody, is if you look at Wolverine, mm-hmm. you will see two Batmans kissing. That made me throw up. It <laughs> okay. made me throw up in my mouth. And it was horrible because I had just eaten Chinese that day and I had a little bit of heartburn. And so not only did I throw up into my mouth some bile and some gross stomach acid, it's also a little little tinge of MSG in there, mm. which made the taste linger. I heard you can get high off MSG, by the way. I am high right now off MSG. I well, let that be a lesson to you people out there in the world. Be careful when you go to Tadat's social media page. You never know what you may find. Throw up MSG. You might. On the wrong Just day. On the wrong day. Let's let's get to a couple things and close out this conversation about hobbies. And I want to I want to close them out. Close these two things out really strong. I thought we were done talking about hobbies. We're still talking yeah. about hobbies, dude. Yeah, I got two things. And close out. You just like to drag stuff on, man. My goodness. I just got to close it just with these two things. 
Number this one. is why our podcasts are always three hours long. And it takes me six hours to get them down to under an hour and a half, man, because you just like to drag these things out, Cody. My goodness, man. You are long winded. Listen, listen. I don't you hear, hear anything. No, that's the sound of me. Shh. What are you talking about? Shh. Cody, don't. Scotty don't. That's not fair, Scotty Cody. Zip it. Cody, Zip it stop. Don't be doing that to me Get on this. Down. What's my name? What's Cody. Name? Cody. Zippy. <laughs> So uh, let me just close it on these two things. Number one, uh, hobbies, you're right. Hobbies are good for you, but hobbies also can lead you into kind of an improved mindset, like thinking more, becoming more creative, becoming more fluid with kind of knowing yourself. So that's another reason. And number two, use your hobby for good. I just want to throw those two things out there. And what I mean by that is I'd like everybody who decides to do a hobby, do your hobby for good. The world needs it right now. Needs the interaction, needs the good vibes, needs good energy. So as you close out 2020, make sure that you're bringing some good energy into the world, some positive experience through your hobbies. So that's just run close out on those two two items. Are you sure? Drive it home. Are you sure? That's it. Okay. Thank you, Cody. That's excellent. Excellent. Very valuable, positive words of wisdom to to wrap up the topic. We're gonna transition over to our long lost segment that we have been horribly negligent to, which is word of the week. We do want to talk about the word of the week. And tonight's word of the week is going to be. Hold on, everybody. Let's just put a disclaimer. If you have kids in the car, uh, <laughs> now's a good time. Now's a really good time to uh, put earmuffs on them, have them close their ears. You can even slow down to like five miles an hour and push them out of your car. Oh, Cody, uh, Cody, to Cody. Listen to this next part. Quit being a bubblehead, man. Quit being a bubblehead. I'm saying, let's not uh, just kids. Kids, if you're listening to this. Shame on you. Uh, number one. <laughs> number two, please tell your parents they're horrible parents. Uh, horrible parents. Uh, and number three, get ready for this one. This get one. ready. Word of the week, baby. And this week's word or this episode's word of the week is going to be African booty scratcher. Cody, what is an African booty scratcher? Sorry, I dropped everything on my... From my <laughs> Sorry, coming back now. Something like you said, African booty scratcher. Not sure about that one. That is exactly what I said, Cody. Do you know the definition of what an African booty scratcher is? I do. Are you ready? Uh, I got this one. This one's been stirring up in me this whole time, mm. anticipating what this is. Uh, so, an African booty scratcher is a long wooden uh, handled object that you use to scratch your your body parts, your back, your you know, the hard to reach places. That's an African booty scratcher. That is incorrect. 
No, that's absolutely 100% right. No, no, I but, thought about it all this time. I'm never wrong. Well, look, if you want to make up your own definitions that I can't tell you're wrong based upon your own definitions, but the actual definition of an African Buddhist scratcher, do you want to know what that is? I do want to know what your definition is because I'm, like I said, always right. And so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm ready to hear an alternative perspective, I guess. Maybe not so mainstream definition. I'm going to use that term loosely. Uh, but I'd like to hear it. Well, sure. Well, I'll tell you what. Interestingly, it's not what you think. Most people would think it would literally be an African who scratches booties. And that could be due to maybe slavery or that could be due to Africans in Africa finding the worst possible jobs imaginable to make a living. What do you Uh, think? Could it also be some of the roots and the bark that they eat to help them get off of heroin? That's been floated as a possibility. It's more conspiracy-based, but it's been floated as a possibility. No, the true definition of an African booty scratcher is simply an insult with no literal definition. Let me give you an example. I remember being eight, you know, seven years old and calling somebody an African booty scratcher. And I had no idea what the heck I was saying other than I knew I was dissing them. And they didn't have a response when I said that. (laughs) So that's like giving them a yo mama joke? No, because usually if you're good, you can come back with a yo mama joke. But if you get called an African booty scratcher in the right moment, you don't have a response. You just kind of just just walk away at that point and realize that you're taking an L. It's a mic drop. That's you, just like you. You just take an L. You you've someone calls you the African booty scratcher, you've lost that moment. It's a wrap. It's kind of like a trump card. You don't use it very often, but when you use it in that right moment, it's a wrap. See, the person just got to walk away. They just gotta, they because the they they don't even they, they got to take the L because they just they don't have a response for that. I don't even know if I could come up with an example. Has to be very special. Has to be that special moment. Man, that that. Now, do you want to be known as the person who can come up with an African booty scratcher? <laughs> Is that the term that you want to be defined as? <laughs> like. Dude, Tori is the best at the African booty scratcher. I don't no, know. no, you I don't want, don't want that. No, you don't want that. You, you, if someone calls you an African booty scratcher, it's just best to walk away, acknowledge your loss, lick your wounds, walk away, get as far away possible from that person, so that rumors don't start, and the next thing you know, your name is associated with African booty scratcher on social media. So you, you have to distance yourself and acknowledge that you've lost that battle. It's kind of like, remember Zoolander? I do remember Zoolander. He had this look. And when he hit you with that look, it was over. (laughs) (laughs) When he hit you with that look, everybody knew. When he hit you with that look, it was over. It was a wrap. It was game over. When you call somebody an African booty scratcher, it's game over. It is the king of insults that literally has no definition or meaning to it. Mm, That blows my mind. In all sorts of ways. Yes. Boom. I don't, know. I don't. I don't even know. Is that even real? Did that even happen? Yes, it does happen. It does happen. Uh, okay. Well, I'm going to try to do something here, and I'm going to see if see if this works. 
She's an African booty smith. Uh, no, didn't work. Wow, you blew that one. He's a splasterer. Okay. No, nope. I'm going to try it. No, I'm going to try it. Hold on. How about Okay, you ready? African booty scratcher. You nailed it. You nailed it. Here's the thing, though. You can't come out the gate with it. You have to, you have to build up to it, Cody. You have to build up to it. Okay. You got to find the right place to insert. Nope. No. Anyways, so. I felt like I had it. I was wrong. I'm yeah. We're going to go ahead and end on that note. That'd be great. <laughs> Everybody, thank you for listening to to Dats this wonderful day, whichever day you're listening, because each day you listen is a wonderful day. You know why? Because you're here to hear it. And if you're not here to hear it, you've already heard it. Mm. And we love you for that. It has been nothing but the best, most incredible experience to share these random and absolutely explicit conversations with you. And someday, someday, maybe not too far away, you will be a guest on Tadats. Interesting. Interesting. Cody, the fire burns, dragon, man, something like that. Mm -hmm. Thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you again, always for bringing your wisdom, for bringing your classic demeanor, for bringing everything that you do that makes this podcast everything that it is. To the people out there, thank you for joining us. Thank you for following us on the gram, liking us on Facebook, checking out our Tadats Live, uh, subscribing to our YouTube channel, just continuing to support us. And hopefully you get a kick out of our nonsensical seriousness as we like to call it aka gold and on those podcast platforms that allow you to leave reviews or comments please do please come to our social media comment there in the process what we'll do is we'll then attach an rss feed through an atom bomb directly into your phone which will then allow you to ask questions to our comments absolutely and don't forget don't forget that that is Without a doubt, the most unique thing about Tadats. Word. Thanks for joining us on this journey. We hope you enjoyed the ride. Make sure to check back with us to see where we end up next. Toodles.